Showing up for you is a space we want to use to talk about things that might not have been discussed in your household, your upbringing, or everyday surroundings. I'm Sean, and I'm here with my niece, Jasmine, and we want to show up for you. You ready for this? Jasmine, how are you feeling? I'm excited, per usual. I feel like I'm always excited. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I love, I love doing this. It's so fun. Um, this weekend, we got to work on some really fun things. We did, we did. Um, we did. So we're really excited to share that with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited for today. And this weekend, we got to do a lot of things and have a lot of experiences, which kind of leads into our topic of the day. That's true. Um, this weekend was also a lot because, as our topic is, is we outside. We outside. Like outside is open, <laughs> and when we were outside this weekend, yeah, we realized everybody was outside, and that's the first time that we have seen it like that mm-hmm. in over a year and a half, actually. Yeah. Right. So it was a. It was um, gonna have to get used to this, but it was a lot to see. Um, very, very exciting, but also very cautious, right? You can't help but kind of just like guard yourself and Mm -hmm. keep your distance no matter, you know, um, your standpoint on anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was super interesting because we live in a very touristy city. We do. And so I feel like I almost forgot Mm -hmm. like what that looked like, like finding parking in the city. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I forgot how horrible that is. Awful. It was awful. Like, thank you, Jesus, for knowing back streets. But it's just like <laughs> one of those things that's like you forget, or I think like in my head, like I had this idea that there would just be, you know, minimal tourists and maybe just like mm. the locals would kind of be like getting the feel for the city. But like, no, no. everybody was here. Yeah. So. And then it's summer. So like, I feel like this is a summer spot for people. Yeah. Which, um, made it even it made it even more crowded mm-hmm. you know you have um pike place where we love we love pike place yeah. but it is sickly it's sick it's crowded <laughs> like it's really crowded it's, it's hot it's hot mm-hmm. so yeah every everybody everybody's here yeah wow for sure but all in all like um although we joke about it and we're talking about um, just how we're adapting to what used to be normal life. Mm-hmm. There's some seriousness that comes with that. Yeah. And so um, we kind of just want to open up the conversation and talk about that today, guys, because mm-hmm. although we're like learning how to people again, there's a lot that comes with that mentally. Like there's a lot that comes with adjusting um, as a family person myself mm-hmm. and as a beautiful single woman, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're getting... We're having to adapt and adjust into, like, it's almost like starting all over. Yeah. Right? It's stressful, but it's great. And I think one of the biggest impacts that I feel like a lot of people had happened to them was, like, their relationships. Yeah. With people. And with your family members, people in your household, with your friends, with your extended family that you Mm -hmm. don't get to see or whatever. And so, like, what did you feel like you noticed about your relationships over the last, you know, year and a half, you know, even pushing two years? Wow. Okay. Now that you say it like that. um, Wow. Uh, Yeah. What I think I've noticed is um, I... 
I start to understand my contribution to relationships, mm. right? So that's just not just my friends. Yeah. Um, on my end, I have a, a few different like routes. So my husband for a while started to work from home. Love the guy, but now you're in my space, mm. right? It's bad enough that I had to work from home. <laughs> now you here too? Yeah. Um, so adapting to like how you contribute to that relationship right now we're partners and we have to both be in the same space and we're learning more about each other and how to place boundaries and give more in our marriage right outside of that is a different story um I started to see that me not being present or us not being able to do certain things physically um I realized it was me doing a lot of the work. Wow. You know what I mean? So what that might look like in some relationships is I'm a very much there for you friend and um, I give 100%, but that 100% might have been, I'll come help you do this or I'll be present for you this time or I'll um, contribute, you know, physically this way Mm -hmm. Um, or I'll come and do the work or the labor in this activity. Mm -hmm. Well, with like the pandemic limiting that, I'm like, I'm not being checked on. I'm yeah. not being, you know what I mean? Yeah. Communicated to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to realize like my contribution um, was a, was a large part of some relationships mm. and it made me kind of like, it, it's, I'm thankful because of that observation. Hmm. I see a, like how valuable I am as a friend wow. and a presence, right. In family relationships and in friendships, Mm -hmm. um, how valuable I am. And it, um, almost makes me, what is the word? Like, uh, like recalculate my value and then like come back with a different price. Like you ever, like (laughs) you like respect on my name and add add tax, right? Like (laughs) you made me just go, Oh my God, you know? So no, and it's no, no attack on anybody. It's, it's amazing that I got that time to see, what kind of friend you were to me and what I, what I am to you. Yeah. Granted, we all are going through this crazy time right. and we're all busy. So I'm, I'm speaking to my specific relationships that might not be anybody else's, but mm-hmm. it allowed me to see, to observe like my contribution and how much my contribution was actually the entire relationship. There I said it. It's out there. What about you? What about you? <laughs> I'm like, how do you follow up? What happened? How do you follow up with that? Yeah, no, no, no. Don't pick it up. Man, um, what did I notice about relationships? I um, you know, I live in the heart of the city and I was living at in a different part of the downtown area mm-hmm. and I was on the move prior to the pandemic. I was yeah, you know, I was working at a job that kept me super busy all the time that I would work weekends occasionally. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was like a church that I served at. And like, there's just so mm-hmm. many, you know, family things that I was, you know, contributing to or hanging out with and doing all the things. And so I think when all of that stopped, I was like, emotionally, I am exhausted. Wow. Like, I, because I just let myself be like, go, 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 go. I never had the time to actually like sit and be like, what, what do your relationships mean to you? What's the point? It was just Mm -hmm. more of like, I have coworkers, I have friends, I have Mm -hmm. family members. I just show up. Mm -hmm. And it was just like that constantly, 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 but not really thinking about like, was I being fed in those situations you know, am I in, am I even like fully being present the way that I know that I would want to be? 
And so I think that what I noticed was, and it sounds harsh, but like who was important and who was not important. Wow. And I use the word important and not in a way of like, you don't mean anything to me. Like that's not true, you know, whatsoever. But yeah, it's prioritizing and who I give, you know, more of my heart to more of my emotions to, because I felt like I'm just a person, um, who I want everyone's emotions. That's just who I, I am. And Mm -hmm. I'm very blessed and I'm grateful. That is something that, you know, I carry, but I think that I realized when I had to stop, I was like, it's kind of similar. Like, I know who's not checking up on me. Mm. Um, I know who's just kind of asking me or just checking on me in a way of just to be like, is she still around? Am I still kind of like in her head rather than like want to be present in her life? Because I had a big dramatic life shift and I had to move from the city and I came back home for a little while and back home is about an hour away, you know, mm-hmm. with traffic or like, you know, all the mm-hmm. things. And it made me realize the people who came all the way from the city to where my hometown was to actually visit me. Wow. And so that was like, and, and it's no knock to other people because right. everybody has different capacities, different um, ways that just life hit them, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I respect that whatsoever. But I think in regards to relationships, like friendships is probably the biggest impact for me um, because I was able to come home and be around family. And so I was able to grow so much in that way, mm-hmm. which was so beautiful and really like, um, you know, just make those relationships more tight knit, mm-hmm. which was awesome. But in regards to friendships, I feel like that suffered the most. And that was the hardest for me because people that I was like, I feel like I gave so much to, mm-hmm. there was like no reciprocation anymore. And I was just like, man, like this sucks. It's a hard reality though, right? Oh my gosh. I was heartbroken. Like, there was times within the pandemic or like within quarantine that I was like, there's not like, I can't even change the situation. Like I can't do anything about it. But that's okay. You right. know, I think I can look back at it now and um, just be like, that. that's okay. We were friends for a season. Yeah. And that's okay. And I, and I love that we were able to have that together. So I think, like, with the relationships, I wasn't so, like, you know, close fist to him anymore. Wow. Mm. That's good right there. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you. I hear you say, like, hey, it's okay. And I, I agree. Like, I think that I can appreciate the sifting in a way Mm -hmm. and not to say that like you'll never talk to these people again but you um and I I and I I use the word prioritizing right Mm -hmm. um like you use the word we use word prioritizing as like hey you know right now in this season that that friend can't contribute what you might need and you can't contribute what they might need and that's okay Mm -hmm. right that's okay and so the way I see it is like it's a sifting it's necessary because we're realizing we're down to the wire and we gotta do some stuff to like get by Mm -hmm. right like my house like I said before like my house looks crazy because I'm working from home my husband is working from home my kids are on summer break right my Mm -hmm. mom lives with us and we're like there's so many different personalities and we're all trying to like have a good time yeah <laughs> right we're all trying we to have fun. be happy we here be and so you're like you know and so for me I don't have time you know for the other things I got everything I need here yeah you know and so I kind of think of like now that we're realizing what we've had to sift through like I almost think of them as like cautions right mm-hmm. so like now are we learning cautions or are we learning like taking that awareness And what are we doing going forward? Mm -hmm. Right. So like, what are your cautions now that you've seen how you have to 
see relationships mm-hmm. and um and um assign time to those relationships like what are you going to do going forward mm-hmm. how are you cautious about that going forward yeah i think the biggest takeaway or caution that i have had to implement in my life is being more direct Ooh. well okay like we <laughs> just one of those things like there's too much in my opinion there's Mm -hmm. too much at stake here at hand we are going through a whole thing together and i cannot afford to be passive with you not anymore not anymore (laughs) right and like even um you know for people who are from seattle um seattle can be described as a very passive city yeah i could see that you know in, yeah. in some ways in like even though like we're the tech hub and all the things and like you think that it's pretty direct people but they're not no and so like when you're trying to navigate pike market you need to tell somebody i am trying to walk to the left can you please move oh my god that alone if you've ever let <laughs> me not go there just don't you're just right you have to be you have to walk with not purpose. from seattle yes if you're yeah. not from seattle if you guys come here over the summer and for whatever reason mm-hmm. visit be direct when you're walking yeah. through Pike Place Market. Right. But I think like that is something that I I want. If I present being direct, yeah. I think I'm hoping that it will create an expectation that others will be direct with me. You know, if I go mm. into a grocery store and somebody is standing too close to me, mm-hmm. which happens often, I can't afford to just like passively move yeah. and like step left because there are people who don't like who don't take that social cue yeah which is fine and so it's like I want I want to create an atmosphere for myself that's just going to be so direct in my communication my wants my needs you know even just like staying home there was times that I was like I need space for myself and I needed to communicate that to people or I need to get out the house and go on a walk because I'm going crazy like I had to fully lay it out and so moving forward I think that's something that um, as somebody who's lived here my whole life and can have a passive type attitude in some situations, mm-hmm. I think I really have been like, I can't afford to have that anymore. Wow. Mm. That's actually a really good lesson to learn. Like, you know, um, and it's hard. It's hard. Um, I think for me, um, I've learned to be intentional. Mm. So for myself and for others, you know what I mean? Like, the you know, I have to be cautious about what comes in and out of my house and my family at this point, because for the past, you know, like you said, almost two years, I've had to worry about keeping my kids away from certain things, teaching them different lessons, having them adapt to different services or things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, I have to be so intentional about how I direct them in play, how I direct them in school, how I direct them in regular life. And, um, not even just that, like how we, um, I guess, like, survey or perceive um, relationships. So, no, I don't have to go on every play date. No, I don't have to always, like, I love, I'm social. Like, I love game nights. I love having people over. But what I've noticed is um, I can, I don't have to be that. You know what I mean? I can um, feed my soul, like, other ways. So, when I talk about being intentional, I look at my relationships and realize like we're going to be just fine if I take a break from you we're going to be just fine if instead of doing these things for you this weekend or being you know you know being with you I could 
just relax with my kids or give them this like, you know, no boundary time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so I think about those cautions, like how am I, how am I careful or cautious about relationships going forward? Um, I actually think a lot about how I'm cautious about teaching them about personal space. You talked about bumping into people in the market and things like that. Yeah. Um, I never really cared for willingly like touching people in public. I never understood why we were okay with that. Right. (laughs) And that was like, that was just me. Yeah. Um, especially kids. Like I never knew, I never understood why it was okay for people to come and touch your kid or, or touch your child's hair. Like, please stop. Yeah. So now my cautions are, okay, we understand you can't do that. And how am I teaching my children to communicate that personal space? Mm -hmm. It's different than before. You know what I mean? Like it's different than like, Hey, stranger danger. You know what I mean? Um, there was a song that, okay. There's a song that my Hawaii family taught my daughter Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it goes, stop. Don't touch me there. This is my no, no square. (laughs) You are not welcome there. Uh, 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 Yeah. It's stuck. So my two year old was like, this is my no, no square. So every, she, you know, and Mm -hmm. so that was one thing. Now it's like teaching my kids how to adapt in public and say, okay, I don't feel comfortable. Please don't touch me. Don't, you know, or, um, even when they're playing at the park, you know what I mean? Like they're not always going to be welcome to go play with other friends yeah so in as a parent like I'm having to take those cautions and say hey we just got to this part understand as as friendly as you want to be we are coming off of this Mm -hmm. and we cannot proceed this way Mm -hmm. so I feel like for me it's a never-ending it's gonna be a while until we're like set but because I have kids because there's more to consider um I'm thinking about personal space I'm thinking about um, respecting other people's personal space. Yeah. I'm thinking about how my kids are like, this makes no sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm also thinking about, like I said, boundaries and relationships and how we're like giving ourselves like that freedom or like time, even after everything is back to normal. Yeah. Trying, trying to be, trying depends to on be. what state you go to. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, I think there's a different perspective on intentionality mm-hmm. and I love that so much because I think when we think about intentional it's like I'm just intentionally calling her to check up on mm-hmm. her and do all the things but like we have to be intentional with ourselves with mm-hmm. our household you know there's intentionality yep. and boundaries and I think that's huge but speaking to intentionality there were a lot of things that we missed out on oh yeah within the last couple of years and year and a half almost two years um (laughs) it's like right feels like a lifetime um but like (laughs) in those things included like weddings funerals baby showers birthdays graduations the list Mm. could go on of some friends launching businesses that you can't be a part of like wow yeah the list could totally go on and so like how is it how are you intentional in those moments how did you participate in milestone moments Oh my God. Um, I missed a lot of them. You know what I mean? I actually just had a friend, um, um, he got married, um, I'll call, you know, E, Mm -hmm. he got married and I saw it over Instagram and I always imagined like I'd be present to celebrate him. Um, he's a great, just great guy. And we were talking and he just was like, we can't, we were just discussing how you you can't even like allow the, you know, amount of people you want to respect like the pandemic. Mm. And 
now that I think about it, like, why, why would we care? Yeah. You know what I mean? About who is there if we're like trying to celebrate something, but like the bigger picture of it all is like, we all want to celebrate everybody. Yeah. So when we look at these people that are like getting married during the pandemic, we look at these people that are still creating these milestones. Um, it must be such a hard decision to make. It must be so much pressure to say, okay, can't invite this person, have to invite this person, can't do this, can't do that. And yeah. I think about that stressor and I'm like, I don't want to do it. No. I don't, you know, and so my response is like, don't you worry, I will celebrate you. Don't you dare worry. Yeah. But like I took that and I and and I just thought more of the person giving the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about a funeral, a wedding, a baby shower, um, um, my my one of my best friends had to have his baby shower like a drive-by. Yeah. And I was like, that's not who's going to play the game? Like, right. The, <laughs> right. Wanna open the so I imagine it being so hard for them. That's what I want to, I want to say first for me and our family, like we are family people. We love, 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 love being a part of everything. Right. Um, but we absolutely understand what's going on. Um, it's been hard because all we can do is send money, send a gift, order something, mm-hmm. drop some food off at your porch. Right. Right. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. And, it's kind of depressing mm-hmm. because the whole point to gather as a village is to bless that person and to love on that person. Yeah. And um, for a funeral, you know, I had a family member pass during, and I'm sure a lot of people had, you know, losses during the pandemic or mm-hmm. during quarantine. And even gathering or trying to gather or trying to do things, it was like, it was so hectic. Yeah. And you're like, this is the last thing I want to worry about right. right now because there's things that I, you know, that I'm, I'm trying to get to my family. And so it's, I can, I, I, I can't blame anybody for how they're responding to it or how they're taking it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, 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 it's depressing for me. Yeah. I'll admit that, but I more so am, I, my heart goes out to the people throwing the events, the people celebrating the things, the people having to orchestrate or plan those things because that's not, it's already hard enough when the world was open and I had to like go through a wedding list, right? It's a guest list. That was, right. that was hard enough. And like the only issue was, am I willing to pay for that many people? Now you're like, I'm only allowed to have this many people. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, that's, I, I think that's a struggle. That's, that's a struggle for them. And my heart goes out. Yeah. There is so many, like, we have a large family. We do. On both sides. Like, yeah. you're married into one half of my family, and mm-hmm. just, like, all the things, and I'm now your family, all the things. We, did, we do all the things. It's yeah. great. We love it. But, like, as, you know, we were preparing for this topic, I, in regards to this specific thing that we wanted to talk about, I kind of, like, made, like, a mental list in my head of, like, mm-hmm. what are all the things? Your children had two birthdays. In this, I had an, another cousin, a young cousin. She turned double digits. That's a big deal mm-hmm. for a little girl or mm-hmm. a little boy. Mm-hmm. And we all had to, we stood six feet apart and did mm-hmm. all the things. Couldn't give her a hug and like, mm-hmm. you know, celebrate her and those things. And like, you know, that was hard. Um, I had three friends who passed away, you know, in not being trying to figure out like as a tribe how do we grieve together how do we be together only so much of us could like be in a house together and then like Mm -hmm. or not and 
So going through the motions of that and there was, I, my list could go on and it's it right. It's crazy. sucks so much. I can't tell you how many weddings I watched via Zoom. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I never, I never thought that would be a thing. N- never, never in my life. And I, I'm at the age where prime time, everybody's getting married, getting engaged. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Um, I participated in a COVID wedding. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, a part of a small group of people and I felt very blessed to be invited to that. But like, that was one of the craziest things I've ever been a part of in my life mm-hmm. because it's just like, you can't have caterers really come in and set you up can't. or a wedding planner come in and do all the things of like what you typically expect to. And so like us as a tribe, we all did it together and mm-hmm. made a wedding happen. And like, it was just like crazy wow. chaos, but like the day ended up being so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's not, that's not what was supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, like it was mm-hmm. supposed to look different. And, um, you know, even my best friend in the whole world, like she eloped. She was like, nah. Right. We out of here. Like, there's just mm-hmm. no point. And so I just say all that to say of like, I think I stand there with you, like, as somebody who just loves on people so hard and wants to show up and be present and want mm-hmm. to celebrate you so hard, like face to face. It was really difficult to have to walk through you know so many moments with people so yeah that was that was just really tough it was tough wow you're right because like I mean you're saying walk through but it's like a lot of times we couldn't be there Mm -hmm. we couldn't be present and that's hard thing that's really hard I have an issue right (laughs) with like now that we're talking about gathering with people and things like that Mm -hmm. um it's going to change the way milestones and, and celebrations happen going forward. Yeah. Um, because first of all, I got trust issues now. Let's okay. Let me put it out there. I have trust issues. I have trust issues because not a lot of people are respecting the whole, you know, even just the personal space. Like mm-hmm. I said, in the beginning, I'm not concerned about how you really feel about what your standpoint is. But just to respect the population of like, just give me my personal space and wash your hands. That's yeah. really all I'm asking. Yeah. Um, knowing that, do you feel like you have trust issues? And like, I'll like, so I'll tell you what some of mine are. Mine are a the fact that we had to heavily instruct people on how to clean their hands. I I now I'm a hawk. I will watch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I will watch what that looks like, and. Um, I don't, I, I, I didn't think that would have to happen. Yeah. But I'm also like, why are we, <laughs> why are we doing this? Seriously, like, we're wrong. Why are we doing this? So like, why do I have to like eagle eye you every time you, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's a thing. Another thing is like, what are we, like now that we see how valuable our time is, now that we see like how much time we spend together and what we deserve and what we like do for ourselves, aren't we more cautious about going out into the world and giving ourselves to people? And so like, do we trust that people would value us the way that now, like we've, we've reevaluated. Like there was, um, there was like this, like think about like this, everybody has like gone to work from home and they've actually had to work a lot harder and see like, even though I'm at home, I'm pulling a lot more weight and either they're going back to work and being like, I, I should get paid more. Yes. Or they're like, no, let's redo my contract and like, let me stay home and be this, you know, this, this, uh, you know, play this role. Like, 
that's an understandable thing to kind of mm-hmm. like have to step back, see your value and then give it back to someone else. So I'm kind of I'm kind of shaky. I'm kind of shaky on how I give myself to people mm-hmm. and if I trust that they see me that same way. Mm-hmm. But I guess it all depends on how I perceive or how I produce, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think? That's completely I completely valid. And mm-hmm. I stand so firmly with you. Like I. How do I say this nicely? <laughs> I have so many trust issues because of the nature of this year. Mm-hmm. I have been in situations. I talked about direct communication. <sighs> I was in a situation this last year. Two, actually, now that I think about it, (laughs) where someone was in a group and did not disclose that they were not feeling well. I'm going to let your mind wander and you can decide what that means. But I think that we can all take an educated guess. (laughs) And in one of the instances, it came from a place of this is where I feel safe. These are with people that I feel safe. And so... To find out that I was not safe in that situation, mm. I was angry. It was very unfair. Yeah. And I was like, that's absolutely not okay. Right. Because, you know, I, there are other people who are in my life and I'm, I was cautious, you know, mm-hmm. did all the things. Um, but there were other people in my life who very communicated with me, like, um, you know, somebody that I know has COVID. I was around them. I don't have it at the moment or like I'm going to get tested, but I just wanted to let you know. I was the extension, right. like the third extension from the person who did. And mm-hmm. so it's like going from that situation and and then like even like you, I was like, hey, listen, I need you because I'm spending time with your family. I need you guys to know. Mm-hmm. I need to communicate this to you because it's it's not about me. I felt like there's so many times that I felt that there was individuals that were so selfish because they didn't want to embarrass themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 that's what we're not, that's what we're not going to do. And I think that I also, I'm still like very passionate about this, <laughs> obviously, but I feel like the world has like created this stigma that if you tell somebody you have COVID, I'm going to bash you and shame you. No. Why? That is absolutely outrageous. It's like, Auntie, I have the cold. I'm not coming to your house. Okay, take care of yourself and get some rest. Exactly. I'm going to see you when you get better. Why? Yeah, I don't I, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand the culture of that. It's. I think it's very dumb, but that's just me. But I say all that to say of, like, um, I think that it just goes back to my point, like I said earlier, of, like, I just need more direct things because yeah. if you can't be direct with me, I have an issue of trust with you. Right. And it's sad that we had to find that out this way. Like there being something that could affect everybody. Mm-hmm. It's sad that we had to find out this way because, you know, like we're talking about, it goes from down the spectrum of like, hey, wash your hands mm-hmm. to like, hey, like you're affecting multiple people mm-hmm. by being here and not disclosing full, not, you know what I mean? Not yeah. telling us everything. Yeah. Um, that does. And it, and it would make me kind of go forward, going forward, like, Hey, what do you take seriously? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, because I would feel like even if it was a common cold, you know, let's say you just had a baby or, you know, there was, you know, an older person, anybody, mm-hmm. you know, that is vulnerable to that kind of thing. Yeah. 
why why yeah this is no different than anything that would affect the rest of us mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I completely understand that that's something I hadn't thought about because I was very good at being like no nah, don't come to my house yeah <laughs> <laughs> Stay where I you was at. very, I, I was very like clear about, no, we're good. Yeah. We're very fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's funny. It's like, we talk about like trust issues and stuff, but like, what do you, how do you think that that plays into, well, the future would be like the job culture, mm-hmm. um, interviews, like, you know, these kind of atmospheres yeah. where like, now you have to go in assuming everybody's respecting the area. Yeah. Um, because people are going back into work. Like right now, my husband works from home. Yeah. But in a few months, they're expecting everybody to be back in like in office. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, at full capacity, right? Yeah. And now you're like, it's going to be, you're going to have to be, you know, possibly in like boardrooms together mm-hmm. and things that, mm-hmm. that we haven't been doing in, in years. So yeah. Yeah, that's going to change. It, I think a lot is going to change. You know, it's also trusting that you have security within your job. We, as a country, learned mm-hmm. that's not that's not a huge thing. The unemployment rate. Are you kidding me? They're the mm-hmm. roof. I was a product of that, which is, you know, fine. But mm-hmm. it's even just interesting of what you mentioned. I so I at the beginning of the pandemic, I got laid off. Um, from my job, mm-hmm. just like so many other people did. It's, right. it's normal. It, mm-hmm. it was normal. And then, um, I did not work for a couple of months. And then in Washington state, there was, you know, a mandate lifted or whatever that restaurants could be open. And so I worked with people and then I, you know, did that for a summer and then I got a new job. And I've actually never, besides the two weeks that I worked from home before I got laid off, I've actually never experienced not or working from home. Wow. That was not my experience. And so the job well, that I'm okay, at. I can see that. Yeah. Like the job that I'm at now, um, just like the industry that we're in, we couldn't afford to work from home. It's just like we do manufacturing um, yeah. and whatnot, or like we're in that industry. But the culture has shifted, you know, mm-hmm. even from the last point that I had made when the whole, you know, COVID thing happened, I had to communicate with my coworkers and be like, hey, this is something that's happened and this could impact every single individual in our, wow. in our office. There's, um, at the time there was only four of us. Our team is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just even look at, you know, how we have navigated our atmosphere of where we work. Like we're in, um, a manufacturing type district right. and there's so many other, um, you know, companies that are within the area. Mm-hmm. And so like we take our precautions within our office, but we still have to take into consideration the shop across the street, the shop in the corner, the, right. um, you know, there's more to consider. There's so much more to oh, consider wow. the UPS guy who comes by the people who are coming to pick up our pallets. Like there's so many move for me. There's so many moving parts in our job that we have to think about that. I think prior to, I would have never thought about it. It would have just been like, it's a UPS guy just coming to pick up our package. Thanks. Wow. You know, but right. it's like in Washington, um, 
you know, when the mask mandate got lifted, the first time, you know, one of the uh, UPS guys came into an office that was across the street from where we were at. He didn't have his mask on the next day. We saw a sign outside that was like, we're all still wearing masks, which we entirely respect. <laughs> like, no knock to them whatsoever. But it's just one of those things that there's much more navigation that I think that right. we're having to learn that we didn't have to think about later. It's like, is the cleaning crew coming in every single night? Mm. Are you wiping down your desk? Yeah. Are, what's is is there common areas for people to eat in now? Is there not? Can you bring your food from home? Wow. Or can you not like? And I'm just posing questions like in general, um, right? You know, not my experience, but yeah, there's just so much more in like you know the job culture and the atmosphere wow. to think about. Wow. No, mm. you um. Wow. Okay. So here's another thing I thought about, like actually while you were talking, you brought up something good. It's like, even though there was a mandate lifted, that business still had the right to say, Hey, but in here, no. Mm -hmm. So even that goes back to like trust issues. They're like, y'all might be outside. (laughs) We're not right. Right. Like we're staying in and we're fine. And so even respecting that, like understanding that you, I respect you. I might think of it differently, but mm-hmm. for the betterment of us all, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna throttle back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool because I do feel like there's certain things I'm I'm gonna still ask a lot of questions as far as yeah. like space. Like I I like I used to be a hugger. I was I used to. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm not anymore. We're good. I fist pump so many close people, right. and I, and, it, and it offends them a little bit now. Mm-hmm. But I can't care. I can't afford to care. Yeah. Because I'm seeing that, like, um, there are people that are, like, so ready to be outside or do things that they're not cautious enough. Mm. And I have small people. I have little tiny roommates. Yeah. And even if I don't care, I have to care for them. Right. Mm. And so for me, like, I used to be very, you know, affectionate. Mm. You know, I fist pumped a family member the other day and they were like, really? And I was like. I love you. <laughs> Everybody's getting dapped now. Um, but um, but as far as the job culture, so like for me, I did. I I immediately was like work from home, and for, and it it was easier for me to do that because my husband's job was more demanding, and I can't afford to work from home. And so what didn't help is like I was like now a homeschool teacher, and I was like, oh, I didn't sign up for this junk. Correct. Right? <laughs> Not love I love my roommates right but so um it changed everything but then it made me look at now I need to be more like when my kids went back to school I was more cautious about what was happening with them Mm. um and I was already one of those very involved parents and like the teachers knows me first name basis Mm -hmm. right but like now I was like how are we you know, how are we like treating this or how are we doing this or, um, you know what I mean? Like different procedures. As far as work, luckily I have not had to ha- come in contact with people. A lot of things I do are online or um, can be very virtual. So that hasn't affected anything for me. And I have worked from home, um, at, you know, at different jobs. So that was fine for me. Going forward, though, I do see um, the hesitation in like I guess sharing a space with someone and maybe they don't like they're ready like to be done you know um giving me space Mm -hmm. right um I do see how that would affect like clothing stores shopping areas um 
I, I, I think that's a, you know, that's hesitation for some people. Me personally, like I said, I could do everything from home. Yeah. I'd rather not. Um, mm-hmm. But my, my, uh, it looks different. Yeah. On my end, I think. Mm-hmm. And right? I think it's going to just continue to change. Yeah. For a while, like there's some companies who have been like, yeah, so even if, life opens up entirely mm-hmm. we're gonna keep this throughout the end of the year yeah and i'm even just like interested to see of like well you know depending whether it's like um what is it when you work for 90 days you have a what's it called meeting with your supervisor to see if it's going well i can't think of what it's called but it's like i know what you mean you that i can't I mean? why can't we worry whatever words we are hard are. sometimes but it's like you know say that you want to work from home can I work 90 days? And then you, uh, performance reviews. Okay. There right. we go. You see my performance reviews and based off of how I'm performing, will I have that option? Like mm-hmm. there's just so many things that I think about that I'm very, I'm intrigued to see change. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to take a shift. Take a shift here. Um, <laughs> we had to sit inside for a long time. Yeah. When this started. And I'm curious to know of like, what were some really hard realities that you learned about yourself or that you had Ooh. to face with yourself? Um, whoa, uh, I don't, I don't think I cared about myself. Mm. So that was hard for me. Like, I don't think that I was, I was. I don't think I cared about me as much as I should have, right? Like it wasn't until the pandemic hit that I was like, I need a facial every month and I need me time. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't demand that before. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just was very high functioning when it came to the kids to work and then to like, you know, I mean like even like making sure that there's like time for me and my husband. Um, I wasn't very much like, good to myself and so the cool thing is that excuse me um sitting down makes you look at you like sitting down makes you look at how you're treating yourself I mean and I'm not talking about health wise I've always worked out I've always you know what I mean like I've always made time for that but when I'm talking about sitting and observing and even sitting in silence or demanding that time alone um I didn't I don't think I respected that time for myself Mm. so um it's almost like I didn't value myself the way I wanted to be valued Mm -hmm. so sitting at home when did I step to read a book when did I actually like enjoy a shower alone right and a lot of mamas can speak to this and you could be just a busy woman and you don't have to be a mama to speak to this right but like we have so many other things that happen and we look at like downtime as I could be doing something else. And we talked about this in, um, in our other episode of like self doubt, mm-hmm. things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. We like, we're punishing ourselves for like wanting free time. Mm-hmm. Um, not filling up our, not calendars. filling up our calendar. Yeah. Um, and you said this and it stuck with me, like having a busy schedule is not a flex. Right. No. So I had to learn that during the pandemic. So when I look at like these hard realities about myself, I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't intentional about making sure I was healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't intentional about putting my kids to the side in a way of 
like I started, okay, one thing I started is, and I know I'm kind of all over the place. So one thing I started during the pandemic is I've always been a schedule moment. I've always been like, my kids have been sleep trained since three months. Listen, right. But Mm -hmm. I've always had a schedule, but I never scheduled anything for me. Mm -hmm. So what I started doing is I would say, Hey, you've had reading time with me. You've had lunch time with me. You've had outside time with me right here. This is my time with me. I gave you as much as I could give you today. That's good. While I'm doing my time, what can you be doing? Mm-hmm. And I give my kids the option of, do you want to go read a book? Do you want to go, you know, um, um, play a, a game? Do you want to go play with your blocks? Like, what can you be doing for this hour? Mm-hmm. Even if it's me, like literally hiding in a closet, drinking coffee. Right. <laughs> but demanding like, this is my slot. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, when my husband's home, you too, you, you can go keep yourself busy. <laughs> I love you. I love you, but you look, you great. can't come. This is not your, yeah. so what, you know, you know, that, that's what I had to do for me because like I said, I was struggling. I didn't know me. I didn't value me and I can't expect others to value like my worth if I'm not, you know what I mean? Wow. If I can't respect myself and I can't like hold myself as a priority, how could I, right? You better take us to church right now, ma'am. No, so it was like, seriously, that's right? That's real. That's so real. My small kids are, my, my roommate, four and six. Mm-hmm. They see everything. And if they see me go, 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 they're going to think that's my norm. And they're yeah. going to say, okay, then she can always do something for me. And then what happens is they grow this impatience. Like, why aren't you servicing me? Yeah. You, you always do. Instead of them understanding mommy's having her me time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I started doing that, my son would go, Oh, you want to be by yourself again? <laughs> yes, I do. Right. Yes. Or like my daughter would walk in and she would go, we got to go. She's, she's doing it. Again. <laughs> like she would literally like, you know, it's like, and, and I have to be okay with it. We got to, we got to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather that because they adapt to what that looks like. And in the future, y'all want some me time. I will start. I will will oblige. But you also told me your children have asked you for that. Absolutely. In return. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's right. It's like I'm teaching them that. Yeah. And they get to practice that. Mm-hmm. I will gladly give my kids me time. Listen, y'all can have all the me time. True. I just want. What? I just want to be by myself. Yeah, yeah, my son. I just want to be by myself. <laughs> or he goes in his room and he plays his Alexa, and he closes the door, and and he's it's just him and his music, and that's all vibes. That's my guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's that's what I, I I've had to like do. What about you? That's. <sighs> I'm still just like all the things that you just said. I'm like, click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, I think that hard realities for me was that I had no choice but to sit down. Like, so did mm-hmm. everyone. And I know, like, I say that and it feels light, but for me, that was really heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved having a busy life. I did. Yeah. I thought that in, excuse me, like in that moment, I thought that was the best thing. I was like, this is amazing. I'm just on the go. I get to live the city life and like do all these cool and amazing things. But then when I was forced to sit with myself, I got to see some really ugly things about myself. Wow. I think the 
one of the harder things that I had to face was that um, emotionally I was depleted mm-hmm. because I gave it to everybody else and didn't give anything to myself. And that, um, that broke my heart for myself. It was just like, how is it that you can love so many other people so much, but you can't in return give that love back to yourself? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got this during like your, your quarantine time. I got that during my quarantine time. And it was like... Well, you know, like when you laugh because you're so uncomfortable, that's what I'm doing right now. This is so good. But you you had to look at you. Yeah, I had to look at me and I had to just like, in a way, like reevaluate where I was in all of the moments. I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, in my mid 20s. I was, it's almost like I laid out my past life Mm -hmm. pre pandemic and now we're in the middle of it. And what is it that you want for yourself? What is, what are the kind of people that you want to surround yourself with? Mm. What kind of, and the biggest thing for me was I had to ask myself, like Jasmine, as a woman, who do you want to be for Jasmine? Wow. Not for anybody else, but for Jasmine. Mm -hmm. And there was, I think the, another like hard thing that I had to face was that I feel like I'm somebody, a very solution oriented person. Mm. I did not have a solution when I asked myself that question and that's when I was like this is sick nope (laughs) out yeah I was like because you you know what I mean like as women we're like we need to problem solve let's make this happen oh yeah we need to bust we got mind maps out look yeah and so like I was just so stumped and so there it just started to be in on going journey Mm -hmm. and a flow for me and I'm navigating it and figuring it out and I still think that I'm in it you know but there's been so much progress that has been made from that moment that I am grateful for I know that it might feel harsh yeah towards some other people you know in my life but I've had some really beautiful things come out of this year and really like showing up for myself being present for myself like um Showing up for you came out of this, mm-hmm. you know, and we are able to have conversations and heal from things and talk about, you know, hard things. And that's what there's nothing more that I think that I wanted yeah. than for like moments like this or even just like now I've moved and I've started a new job and yeah. I'm, you know, getting my master's and I'm like, I'm showing I'm starting to show up for myself yeah. and love the woman that I'm evolving into, into mm-hmm. you know, it's not like she's here and has made it right no because like I have bad days still but you know I can look back at I can look back at March 27th because that was the worst day March 27th 2019 is that when this started 2020 2020 2020 March 27th 2020 I was in shambles Mm. and I did not know what to do with myself and I packed up my car and I came back to a life that I did not think that I would be back at. And so I look where I'm at now and I'm just like, hard realities are hard for a reason. But there's mm-hmm. also like, if you're able to dig and go deep there with yourself, like there's something that's so just like special about those moments. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is this is so good. And I'm kind of like sad to have to like <sighs> conclude. Um, so we, you know, again, guys, we like I said, we can joke about this um, and we can, you know, laugh about all the all things pandemic. But mm-hmm. the reality is a lot of us have struggled, have struggled mentally. Yeah. A lot of us have had a lot of losses. A lot of us have lost ourselves and found ourselves. Yeah. And maybe people are still finding themselves and that's absolutely OK. Um, a lot of us have had seasons of observation. A lot of us have have had seasons of there's nothing else I can do or I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been bottomless, you know, the, you know, the, you know, you're in the pit. You are you might have like succeeded in a few things. You know, um, you mentioned showing up for you. To be honest, that came out of why not now? Yeah. It came out of like yep. this. It, it better work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for us, it was a matter of we always wanted to do it. There were so many reasons why we couldn't. Yeah. And at this rate, there were so many wrong things. Let's make something right. Yeah. Right. And that might be a lot of other people's stories. So um, although we could not possibly cover all the struggles, all the revelations, all the realities of what a quarantine can do to a culture, a population, a age group. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about college kids. I'm not even going to get into like high school kids couldn't go to prom. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's sorry. so many things. So we many talk things. About, right? Yeah. Um, and we want to hear from you guys, you know what I mean? Um, in the comments and in our DMs, like we want to hear from you guys because there's so many issues and there's so many things that we're having to like deal with that can't be repeated mm-hmm. or that we're having to make up for. But we also are so grateful for the beauty in it. Yeah. For us, the, the self struggle, the, the getting to know how I am as a friend, getting to know how I am as a mother, how I am Apparently, I'm adding teacher to my resume. Right. Bet I will. <laughs> I'm adding teacher. I'm adding maid. I'm Recess. adding chef. Okay. Right. Listen, we got bored and went vegan for like almost a year. So don't you dare. So when I say like there's good things too, we want to hear those. Yeah. We want to we know how life has affected you mm-hmm. and what you got out of it. And so we're hopeful that this opens up um, conversations that you hopefully want to have with us. Yeah. Um, any, any wrap ups? Last question. Uh Oh, quick question. Now that the world is starting to open back up, how are you showing up for yourself? How am I showing up for myself? Ooh. Okay. Um, so sounds super simple. Mm. I'm going to coffee shops and like listening to an audiobook or reading a book or writing in my journal. I love that. In my own little corner. Yes. Like, even if it's just little moments of time, it's the idea of me allowing myself to be, um, to, like, be selfish about my time in the middle of what I would consider chaos. Mm-hmm. Now that the world is opening up, mm-hmm. there's going to be people. It was easy to give myself me time when I was in my house and I could go downstairs or, like, be in my bedroom alone. Yeah. Or be on my patio. But now I'm having to be intentional about demanding me time while everybody's around Mm -hmm. and that's that's my like small step to how that is what about you that's good um so right now a new thing that I just discovered there is um a group that does salsa on the beach that I live by (laughs) (laughs) and so I'm going to show up for myself by 
going outside of my comfort zone and participating. Oh my God. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So I mean, it. it's nothing crazy, but record it. You know, so we know are... it's real. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no pressure. Stay live on our Instagram. You'll definitely get something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But we're again, so grateful for you guys. Um, yeah, we want to know just like what your thoughts are, um, how you're navigating all the things, what you're excited for, you know, even what did you miss? I know that yeah. I miss outdoor concerts and very glad that that's something that's happening again. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in with us on another episode of Showing Up For You. Thank you, guys. See you soon. See you later. <laughs>